0: Welcome to the Marriage Steps Podcast, For developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve. And following the six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in marriage counseling. The Marriage Steps Podcast is listener-supported, so to help keep it on the air so couples worldwide can receive hope for their marriage, please consider becoming a monthly supporter by going to patreon.com forward slash marriage steps. A marriage announcement real quick. I am doing the Total Marriage Refresh Seminar this coming Friday and Saturday, June 26th and June 27th from 6 to 9.15 Mountain Standard Time. Normally I do it live, but because of COVID I can't. And in the conference I cover the top six steps needed for marital happiness. If you haven't been through the course before, I highly recommend it. There's a lot of application, a lot of Q&A, a a lot of interactive exercises. There's no group sharing. A lot of people get nervous for group sharing. There's none of that. Um, And one advantage is that no matter where you live, you can attend because it's live through Zoom. So if you're interested, go to my website, drwhitefisher.com, click on marriage retreats, then click on total marriage refresh online. So I hope to see you there. The marriage tip of the day is intentionally be growing with your partner, not apart. So we're always changing. We're always evolving. I'm a different person now than I was five months ago compared to a year ago compared to five years ago. And most likely you are too. And your partner is always changing. So if we don't have some rhythms in place to keep us close, we're going to naturally grow apart. One of those rhythms is the head heart check. So I encourage couples daily to do a head heart check. The head is what you're thinking and kind of what you did throughout the day. The heart is what you felt and why. So mad, sad, glad or fear and why. Sharing that content daily is a great way to stay updated on what's going on inside your partner's world. And in that way, you can grow together because you're updated. Another way to grow together is cultivate hobbies you both enjoy. A lot of times when couples start out, they enjoy doing things together, but eventually they do individual hobbies and don't spend any time together. So think about some things, try to cultivate three to five ideas of hobbies that you both would like. Maybe it's playing tennis, maybe it's painting, maybe it's gardening. Find some things you both would enjoy and then intentionally do those things together because that will help you grow together. A third idea to grow together is make sure you're bouncing the ball on decisions so you're working as a team. Because if you're not sharing power on decision making, you're not gonna feel close. And bouncing the ball is saying what you think on a topic and then saying why you think that, what value it comes from, and then you bounce the ball by saying what do you think, your partner does the same thing, and then you both shift your position by a few degrees to honor the other person's position. You keep doing that until you reach a win-win. And that's how you can create teamwork around decisions and that will help you feel closer together. The marriage joke of the day is I just opened the dishwasher and noticed that the dishes are clean. Now I'm scared my partner is going to know that I know. (laughs) Have you done that before? I know I have. Okay, so the marriage message of the day, today I'm going to talk about five cautions to consider with masturbation. So masturbation is kind of a taboo topic. We don't talk about it. Even saying the word, people get a little uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Masturbation, they, it just makes them a little, a little jumpy. And because of that, you know, masturbation a lot of times isn't discussed in marriage. Is it okay? Is it not okay? Some couples feel that there should be zero ma- masturbation. Other couples feel like if you do it, I don't want to know about it. And so it's just an area that's not talked about enough. But a lot of people masturbate, so it is important to talk about it and open it up. And there is a time and place for masturbation in marriage. Often it's supplemental. So let's imagine your partner just had a baby, and so you have a high libido, and so masturbation can supplement. Let's imagine your partner is really sick, and so they're not able to be sexually active, so you can supplement with masturbation. Maybe you have a high libido and you want sexual contact more often than your partner, you can supplement with masturbation. So there's a time and place where masturbation is fine, it's okay, and it can be healthy and supplemental to your marriage. However, there's also some cautionaries to consider. So the first one is don't replace your partner sexually with masturbation. That's a problem. So let's imagine that you start feeling like, ah, sex with my partner is too much work, it's just too difficult, you know, I just, it's it's a hassle, and so I'll just go masturbate. Now you're replacing sexual activity with your partner through masturbation. That's a problem. You don't ever want to replace your partner sexually with masturbation. If you start avoiding sex with your partner, you need to talk to your partner to talk through why it feels like work or why it feels like a hassle and how things need to be adjusted so it doesn't feel that way for you. But don't replace your partner sexually with masturbation. A second cautionary is don't replace your partner with masturbation emotionally. So some people turn to masturbation for all sorts of emotions. They're stressed, so they masturbate. They're depressed, so they masturbate. They're anxious, so they mastur- they masturbate. They're happy, so they masturbate. They start turning to masturbation as a way to get out or relieve their emotions, and then it's relieved, and so then they don't turn to their partner and talk through those topics. Don't do that. You need to learn to turn towards your partner when you're feeling stressed, when you're feeling anxious, when you're feeling depressed, when you're feeling excited. Turn towards your partner and share in those conversations with them so you can cultivate emotional intimacy. So don't turn to masturbation emotionally and replace your partner with it. That's, That's a red flag. Don't do that. Number three is don't fantasize about other people while you're masturbating now it's human nature to find other people attractive you're going to be at the grocery store and find someone attractive you're going to be at the post office and find someone attractive you're going to be at the gym and think wow they're a good looking person that's human nature you know we're wired to find other people attractive that doesn't turn off just because you get married however what you want to be careful of is thinking about that person while you're masturbating because then you're not being faithful to your partner So while you're masturbating, you want to intentionally guide your thoughts towards your partner. You want to think about your partner while you're masturbating. While you're masturbating, that person at the gym may pop into your mind, and that's involuntary. You can't help that. But when it happens, redirect your thoughts back to your partner because you want to practice fidelity, being faithful in your thoughts while you're masturbating. The fourth thing to consider with masturbation is don't overdo it especially for high libido partners, sex can start to dominate you. Where it's all you think about, all you want, all you are dreaming about, all you're fantasizing about can all start sending around sex and sexual activity. Therefore, masturbation can start becoming a compulsion, something you do too often and too frequent. So my recommendation when it comes to frequency is don't masturbate more than every other day. Every other day tends to be a good guideline, and usually it's about once every other day. That's a good guideline, because then you're keeping your sex drive under control. You're a ha- you have mastery over it instead of it controlling you. Because if you masturbate at every whim and every moment you feel aroused, you're letting your sex drive start to dominate you. It starts taking over. And so you wanna be able to regulate it and balance it. So usually every other day, about once every other day to masturbate is a good interval so that you're enjoying the, the benefits of masturbation to supplement your marriage, but you're not letting your sex drive take over. The fifth thing to consider is don't hide it. This is where you need to talk about masturbation with your partner. If you've masturbated or you feel like masturbating, Talk about it with your partner. See what their thoughts are. Maybe they're feeling the same thing. And if you really want to become vulnerable and ratchet up your intimacy, consider a couple things. One, consider masturbating in front of your partner. They may love to watch you because then they can see how you touch yourself and what brings you pleasure. And that gives them information on how they can pleasure you next time. So that's one option is masturbate yourself in front of your partner. Another idea is for both of you to masturbate yourselves together at the same time. Because that can be a very vulnerable and connecting thing to do is you both are there together masturbating yourselves. So those are some options to open up this whole area of masturbation so that you're not hiding it. So those are five cautionaries to consider with masturbation. Number one, don't replace your partner with it sexually. Number two, don't replace your partner with it emotionally. Number three, don't fantasize about other people while you're masturbating. Number four, don't overdo it or it'll start controlling you. And number five, don't hide it with your partner. Talk about it, open it up, and even share in it together. Thank you for listening to the Merit podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to click the five stars, leave a review, and subscribe. Also, for more marriage resources, go to my website, drwyattfisher.com. And be sure to send me your marriage questions. You can message me on Facebook, Instagram, or email me at info at drwyattfisher.com. And remember, your marriage is alive. So if you nurture it, it will grow. But if you deprive it, it will die. The choice is up to you. Take care.